I seek refuge in Allah from Satan, the rejected one. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. The most beautiful names belong to Allah, so call on Him by them, but shun such men as use profanity in His names. For what they do, they will soon be requited. Say, call upon Allah or call upon Ar-Rahman. By whatever name you call upon Him, it is well. For to Him belong the most beautiful names. Neither speak your prayer aloud, nor speak it in a low tone, but seek a middle course between. Allah, there is no God but He, to Him belong the most beautiful names. Allah is He, than whom there is no other God, who knows all things, both secret and open. He, most gracious, most merciful. Jab 
Allah is He, than whom there is no other God, the Sovereign, the Holy One, the source of peace and perfection, the guardian of faith, the preserver of safety, the exalted in might, the irresistible, the supreme. Glory to Allah, high is He above the partners they attribute to Him. He is Allah, the creator, the evolver, the bestower of forms or colors. To him belong the most beautiful names. Whatever is in the heavens and on earth does declare his praises and glory. And he is the exalted in might, the wise. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. والصلاه والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه ومن ولا السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته to all the listeners on the voice of the cape and welcome to this morning session on the asmaul husna the 99 most beautiful names of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we've arrived at the sifa al-shakur understood as the giver of rewards to the grateful from the root shin kaf ra shakara which means to be grateful, to give thanks and to be appreciative. Now in summary, we have mentioned a number of attributes all aimed at developing us as human beings and as Muslims into vehicles of transformation and balance because that's what it's all about. It's about becoming vehicles of moderation, embracing equilibrium and balance in every single thing we do which is necessary. It is in fact one of the signs and defining traits of a believer. Why do we say that? Because Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Quran, وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَطًا We have made you, thus we have made you into a balanced nation. لِتَكُونُوا شُهَدَاءَ عَلَى النَّاسِ So that you may be just witnesses upon mankind or over mankind. وَيَكُونَ الرَّسُولُ عَلَيْكُمْ شَهِيدًا And the messenger is thus a, a, a witness over you. Allah Ta'ala refers to us uh, and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam refers to the human being. We are referred to as Khalifa, as, as uh, emissaries and ambassadors of this divine message. But we should never forget at the same time our ubudiyya, our servanthood. For if we were to get, forget our ubudiyya, our servanthood, we become tyrants. And if we forget our station as Khalifa, then we lose our dignity. 
and we forget our role on the earth here which is to establish our portion of justice and equilibrium in this dunya and this has much to do with shukr and gratitude and appreciation because gratitude changes what seems small to something big and it changes and ingratitude changes that which is big into something small shukr shukr is a prophetic sunnah that we need to strive for it is not enough that we only strive at emulating the exterior sunnah growing our beards but we need to reach deeper and make his sunnah sallallahu alaihi wasallam his hal his condition his heart our primary concern look at the attitude at, uh, look at the attitude of the sahaba who adorned their, their inner with the heart of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam our job here is not to save the entire world or to turn every human being into a muslim nor is it to despair and complain all the time we know we have allah ta'ala uh, and, our, uh, and he is the one who owns everything whose deep wisdom is why things are like they are you need to be positive or we need to be positive and do on our parts our duty which is to purify our nafs our soul to be optimistic and to work our way into paradise our goal is to attain that level of wasatiyah of balance which which is our defining trait now if we look at gratitude then gratitude can be for small things and it can be for big things and like we said it can render big things small and it can render small things big depending on our attitudes and how we respond to things i'd like to highlight an example of 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 this balance here the best of affairs are those of equilibrium i look at this example of sayyidna abdullah ibn abbas radiyallahu ta'ala anhu at muzdalifa picking up a stone to pelt the jamarat and he looked at the stone and shows those around him its size it's as small as a pea the stone and says to them those who came before you were destroyed because of ghulu extremism these stones in other words which he showed them the small pea sized stones represented wasatiya balance even when throwing the shayateen the muslim does so with dignity facing the qibla it's not piety to exceed the sunnah or do we think we are more pious than the sahaba and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam what way is great and renders things big is that inner gratitude and appreciation for what allah ta'ala has granted us it's not always that we need to exaggerate in things now the english meaning of of of, of shukr uh, of allah ta'ala as ash-shakur listen carefully to what the definition is because we we grow in gratitude when we understand who the mu'ashshakur is it is the one who gives a lot of reward for a little obedience and that is that is why we need to turn in gratitude to allah ta'ala i'll narrate a a a, a, a qissa a rendition that was passed down from scholar to scholar to scholar about the great saint Abdullah ibn Mubarak rahimahullah ta'ala who lived in the second or third century one of the foremost ulama uh, that this deen witnessed and his name is also preserved in every single text be it hadith being biographies of the scholars and ulama and saints nonetheless Abdullah ibn Mubarak was a saint of his time living in Mecca and one year after having completed the hajj he falls asleep 
and in a dream he witnesses and sees two angels descending from the heavens and they are discussing and having a conversation and the one angel says to the other how many have come to Hajj this year and they sum up a number and the other one asks how many have had the Hajj accepted and the one replies not one he says when I heard this Abdullah bin Mubarak reports I was trembling what he said I, he cried all these people have come from afar out of the distant ends of the earth and with great pain and weariness from every deep ravine traversing wide deserts and all the labors are in vain and the angel tells the other angel however there is a cobbler in Damascus whose name is Ali bin Muwaffaq he has not come to the Hajj but his Hajj has been accepted and all his sins have been wiped away and Abdullah ibn Mubarak says when I heard this I woke up and I said to myself this is a sign and he went off to Damascus I went to Damascus to visit this person so I looked for where he lived and I shouted and yelled when I came close to his whereabouts and someone came out when I screamed his name and I asked him his name and he confirmed I am Ali bin Muwaffaq and he said to him I wish to speak with you and he was permitted to speak and he asked him what work do you do and he says I am a cobbler uh, Abdullah ibn Mubarak radiallahu ta'ala anhu then relates his dream to him and the cobbler Ali bin Muwaffaq asks him what is your name and he replies I am Abdullah ibn Mubarak and he utters a cry the, the cobbler and falls in fainty faints and when he recovers when he recovered he is requested by Abdullah ibn Mubarak to tell him his story and Ali ibn Muwaffaq replies and says An old man told me that for 30 years now I have longed to make the Hajj. I have saved up 350 dirhams for my cobbling this year. And this year I resolved to go to Mecca. One day a good old lady um, who just became pregnant, she smelt uh, the smell of food coming from next door from my neighbor. And she came to my door and asked me to fetch her a bit of food. So I went to the neighbor, knocked on his door and explained the situation. And my neighbor burst into tears and said, My children have not eaten nothing for three days together. Today I saw a donkey lying dead, so I hacked off a piece and cooked it. It would not be lawful, uh, it would not be lawful food for you, O Abdullah for you to give to the person asking you it was lawful for us because we were desperate he said my he says my heart burned with, within me and I could hear her where she was coming from in a sincerity and I took out 350 dirhams says Ali bin Muwaffaq which I saved for the Hajj and I told her take this and spend it on your children this is my Hajj Abdullah ibn Mubarak then replied and said Wallahi, he says, I swear by God, the angel spoke the truth in my dream and the heavenly king was true in his judgment. Again, these are names immortalized in our history. They were not called awliya for nothing. They spent their money on, 
on people close to them in need and they saw that as as performing the hajj and this is an indication to us that we need to we need to seriously scrutinize ourselves and our intentions and think about what gratitude really means what gratitude to the divine means and gratitude to the next human being means when we return in our next session we continue with more detail on shukr and ash-shakur and how we may internalize this particular sifa وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم والحمد لله رب العالمين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Alhamdulillah, I certainly hope you enjoyed. Uh, that was Ashakur part one, and it was explained by Sheikh Ali Halfi. So uh, inshallah, tune in, in again on Monday, where uh, Sheikh will be continuing on this specific attribute.